Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning. Waking you up. Every morning. Get up. Get the F up. It's Tucker and Mora. I don't know what I'm looking at online or what I've been searching online, but every webpage I go to, I'm getting these ads for cleaning earwax. Yes. Me too. Are you seeing that? Everywhere. It must have been somebody in the company here that did something because I I, (laughs) literally, it's happened on three different pages. It's like, do this to clean earwax, which by the way, I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to stick tweezers in your ear to pull out a giant tube of earwax. This is gross. Have you really? Don't do that, man. You could puncture your eardrum. Oh. They say you shouldn't put anything smaller than your elbow into your ear. That's the doctor's joke. Mm-hmm. Have you heard that one? Yeah, from you. Oh. <laughs> I've heard it from doctors. Don't put anything smaller than your elbow in your ear. Yeah, but why does it feel so good uh, when you take that Q-tip in oh. there and you just round you, around you go? That is one of my favorite feelings in the world. It is might... when you have a slight itch and a little bit of extra wax and you get in there with that Q-tip after a shower. Oh, you're like, <laughs> it's almost orgasmic, oh, right? It is. So that, what happened to you when you removed? Uh, well, I had this in my left ear. It was, it felt like it was clogged. I couldn't hear anything. Yeah. So I kept kind of playing with the outside of the ear, like fidgeting it around, trying to loosen something up. And I stuck my finger in there and I could feel something hard. So then <laughs> I'm like, okay, take some tweezers. Uh-huh. I put it in there and I, and I tried to get it like <laughs> Try to get a hold of this this hard thing. Yeah. Managed to wiggle it out, and I, I it was this rock of earwax. And the moment I pulled it out, all of a sudden my hearing came back. But I was shocked at how big and hard this piece of wax was. It was, was stuck in was my ear. Was anyone around? Like, were you dying to show somebody? <laughs> <laughs> Did you take a picture and text? I'm not. Even, I'm not even lying. I held it in my hand with me for a good hour, just <laughs> looking at it. I was so impressed. <laughs> Oh no! It's <laughs> coffee. Are you okay? No, I just laughed and I like a horked at the same oh. time. <laughs> oh man! I haven't told anyone this story, but I also went inside an orifice of my body with tweezers and pulled something out. Which orifice? Hang on, let's just use that as our tease. Coming up, find out which orifice. Seriously, do you want to make people wait? No, no. Not really. Okay, any guesses? Uh, <laughs> but okay, wait a no, second. No, I can. I, 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 you know what? I will also say that I also have <laughs> dug into an orifice with tweezers in order to dislodge something. But you go first. Okay. You uh, never guess. Uh, it was your nose. No. Okay. Your butt. No, Bundes already <laughs> said that. Oh, it was the first thing I thought. Oh, it was sorry. okay. Yeah. So I have. A belly button that goes on for decades. Okay. I can't see the end of it. One time. Yeah. I felt something hard in there, like you're talking about, Bundus. Wow. Got the tweezers out. <laughs> and I. <laughs> I had to get Matt. Was it an almond? Matt. Was it an almond? <laughs> Matt came and helped me, my husband, uh-huh. and we had a flashlight. And oh, like, come on. No, I'm serious. We 
dislodged what we believe <laughs> is was a full mushroom. We called it a mushroom after. It was like like lint, I guess, that it built up and yeah. we pulled it out. Or it could have been part of the umbilical cord from when I was born. <laughs> we don't know what it was, but we stared uh, at it for a long time. Yeah. Okay. So satisfying to remove it, though. Have you ever had tonsil stones before? What's that? If you look in your throat, you can end up with like white. It, it's almost like a buildup yes. around your tonsils. Okay. Of just guck. Okay. And then it, it forms Google tonsil stones. Okay. I, I used to get them like pretty bad. And so I literally have to go in there with something, a Q-tip or a tweezers and knock it off because I could feel it. Like it's a, gross, eh? It's like a, oh. Yeah. Oh. I know. Oh, so you would go in there and, <laughs> and just l- dislodge oh. it. Yeah. Or sometimes they dislodge if I coughed or something and then oh. it'd be in my mouth. Oh. <laughs> I'd have to like spit it out. Oh, okay. I think yeah. he wins. Does he yeah. win? Yeah, that's gross. Most By girl. the way, now that you've Googled tonsil stones, enjoy the pop-up oh. ads you get over the next week. Great. <laughs> Dania wanted to comment on our conversation we were having earlier. Oh, okay. About earwax and <laughs> Mora's endless belly button yeah my tonsil stones uh-huh uh what do you want to say dana uh yeah i'm sitting here making my crock pot dinner for this evening cutting up some potatoes and some carrots and some raw chicken and i'm gagging <laughs> <laughs> it's Mora's fault no whose fault is uh, it who, who went too far was it bundus with the earwax Myself no. with the belly button mushroom or no. Tucker <laughs> with the tonsil. What is it? Tonsil stones. Yeah, that's that, uh, that would be Tucker. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty gross. Hey, trust me. I, you know what's I'm, worse? I'm not going to Google it. Won't Google it. Yeah. Don't, don't do it. It probably looks exactly like the. No, I won't even go there. I won't even go there. <laughs> we don't want to know what you were they don't, thinking. I mean, they're not like crazy gross looking. It's yes, just, they are. It's they're... just the idea of what they are. They're probably made up exactly. of. No, I won't no, even get into no. it. Okay. <laughs> What do we What do we got in the crock pot? Chicken and carrots and stuff. A little uh, chicken stew. It's It's called garlic chicken. Easiest thing in the world. And that's going to cook all day while you're working, and you're going to come home, and the house is going to smell like a restaurant. You got it. Pretty good. Mm. Is that too long Excellent. to leave it in there, or is it just start to warm after it finishes cooking? No, if you have it on low, it can it can go all day. Ah. Low and slow, baby. Low and slow. You know what yeah. you need in that, uh, that chicken dish is uh, a couple of more special mushrooms. <laughs> mm. uh. There are some home remedies that are so worth trying and some that you should just stay away from, like the remedy for hemorrhoids right now, which has been trending online, which doctors are saying, please don't try this at home. So this one Mm -hmm. for the hemorrhoids or the hemis, as you refer to them. I'm just trying to end the stigma on hemorrhoids. That's one of those things. Amen, brother. Amen. There are people who are embarrassed (laughs) to talk about their hemorrhoids. I am not one of those people. Well, you know what? And I don't have chronic. I mean, by the way, everyone sort of has hemorrhoids, but it's a question of... Everyone has the blood vessels that could, you know, get inflamed and become hemorrhoids. Uh-huh. And a lot of people will go through a moment in their life where they, you know, have flare something up. flare up. Okay. And, uh, you know, the, you just got to go into the drugstore <laughs> and you got to go and... Listen, <laughs> I love that you... I remember the first time I went in... <laughs> 
it, I've had sort of like two instances in my life where I had to deal with one. Take us back to that moment, would you? Well, going into the drugstore, yes. asking for the cream is uh, difficult because there's lots of options. And there's lots of people around. And so you could just grab one yeah. and hope for the best, or you could ask which one works the best in the pharmacist's opinion. Okay. And that's how I ended up choosing my brand. <laughs> I feel like you're a brand spokesperson right now. Are you going to put your your name behind a brand right now? I am going to do it just because I think the product works, All not right. because I've received any sort of compensation. Okay. I am an Anusol Plus kind of uh, guy. Plus. <laughs> well, what? You're, you're not going to buy the extra strength if you have the option? Come on. Why would you go, oh, I'll have the one that works not quite as well as the other right, one. Yeah. Give, me the, give me the works. Give me the plus, I baby. want the advanced. Yeah, baby. I want the plus. I want the extra strength. I want you. You yeah. know, if I'm picking any kind of treatment, I'm going for the one that's got more oomph yes. in it. Is that the one that works faster than you can say the name? I don't know, and I, to, to be fair to all the other products out there, I've only ever tried one. Oh, and it worked lovely, eh? Uh, eventually. Biggest cause for them? Yes. You want to know what it is? Yes, sure. I, Do you? I was supposed to tell you this story. I know, you can uh, get to your telling, home remedy. You've been telling me all about hemorrhoids. I haven't gotten one Look, more. This is my segment, buddy. I have, I have experience in this world. Okay, tell me. The biggest cause is straining... While you're going to the bathroom, well, stop being doing a little. That, well, that's it. But in order to stop doing that, you got to have a proper diet with a right amount of fiber. Gotcha. Because uh, if you're working too hard there, you're gonna get one. It's just a matter of time. Do you want to hear about the home rem- remedy now? Well, yeah. Let's hear what it so is. F- the number one. Does issue- it involve gargling with salt water? <laughs> <laughs> From no. the reverse. Oh, brand. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no. pour it in now. No. No. <laughs> no. And you know what the issue is, is that people are embarrassed to go see their doctor. This is what I'm trying to, uh, yeah, you know. just Like, I'm not making fun of ending the stigma on, you know, mental illness, because that's a whole thing, too. But there's a lot of stigmas with a lot of different yeah. health issues out there. Yes. And hemorrhoids, there totally is. People are embarrassed to talk about them. So the home remedy people are doing is they take a peeled, frozen... French fry sized potato, mm-hmm. and you insert the frozen just to ice it. And it was, it was, well, it's frozen, so it doesn't need to be iced. No, so no, but you're oh. using it as like a tool to you ice your insert it for ins- 30 seconds. Oh. You repeat every three to five days because the raw potato is slightly acidic, it apparently relieves the pain and the itching while the frozen state, state constricts the blood vessels in that sensitive area. Doctors are saying never insert food inside of you, okay? Just don't do it. Mm. You know, I got a tip for a home remedy for a yeast infection from one of our listeners, Sage. Hope you're listening this morning. Told me to insert a garlic clove. Okay, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Can we move (laughs) on? Can we not end the stigma (laughs) on yeast infections? No, that's a stigma. We're going to let that stigma live for a little longer. Uh, You've crossed the line. How have I crossed the line and you two haven't? Feel free to text us if you think more across the line as well. Thank you for the tip on that one. It's time for another home remedy, Tucker, that we all need to stop doing. Do you want some home remedy music? Please. <laughs> well, we learned earlier this week 
That if you freeze a french fry shaped potato and stick it in your bum for a hemorrhoid, you're making a terrible mistake. Yes, that's what doctors say. A lot of people were using that because apparently the acidity in the potato Mm. does uh, wonders for your hemis. And then there was the garlic. Oh, yeah, yeah, done. (laughs) Inserted into the vagina for a yeast infection. Yes. But you said work for you. Works for me. But Wouldn't doctors doctors don't recommend yeah, they it. They don't recommend Don't put it. anything in there don't that a do doctor that. doesn't recommend. That's very true. Okay. Okay. So here's this one. Have you ever heard of a fecal transplant? Oh boy. This uh, is I weird. have actually. I think that's something they do. Um have you ever heard about that uh it's like a terrible infection that's often you acquire it maybe in a hospital, C. difficile? Mm-hmm. Um, I, have I think of one of the cures for that is sort of like a fecal transplant where you take, you know, the fecal matter of a person who's healthy and uh-huh. put it into somebody who's not. And then that helps regenerate good, things. healthy gut bacteria. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's crazy, but it works. And now they're starting to expand on that. People with uh, irritable bowel syndrome like you, Tucker, they're starting to expand on uh, what this can be good for. So now a growing number of people are turning to YouTube because there's these tutorials on how to give yourself a fecal oh, transplant come on. at home. And all you need is a healthy person to donate a little bit of poop. That's an awkward conversation. And then you get a blender that you're never going to oh. use for your smoothie. Oh, Mora. And then you inject it enema style. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, there's totally YouTube videos that demonstrate this with chocolate-covered bananas. Oh, just and to show what just you Just to can show yeah, what yeah, there's, yeah, yeah, what yeah. it, yeah, and over 100,000 views. So this is now, oh. the doctors have come out and said, stop doing this at home, please. What is going on, Tracy? Your poop blender story made me want to puke in my mouth. But isn't it nice that Mora feels a duty to the audience to provide this public service to make sure people aren't making the same mistake? Like, I will never, ever get have a friend make me a smoothie ever again. I know. I just don't know what's... I just don't understand what's wrong with people these days. I mean, I can never go to Booster Juice again. I'm done. I'm done. Look, look, you know, get past it, guys. You, you, I know... That memory and vision that you've created for yourself is seared in your brain. But let's think of positive things, okay? Let me set a mood for you right now oh. to get you past this, Tracy. Okay. okay. We're all on vacation. We're at a resort in uh, Antigua right Ooh. now. Ooh, hear that music? Ooh, we're having a good time. <laughs> hey, I'll have a pina colada, please. Oh, yeah. Wait. <laughs> Still not happy. Hang on, I'm not done yet. <laughs> and I'll go through a gin and tonic. It's safer. Yeah. Gin and tonic, but also two daiquiris. Come on, everybody's having blender drinks. Everyone's having a good time. Oh yeah, we're past it. No, no, we're not. All right, well, Tracy, we're sorry that Mora ruined ruined blender drinks for you for the rest of your life. Yeah, thanks, Mora. Sorry, girl. <laughs> Thanks so much, guys. Keep it up. I may have uncovered the song of the summer for 2020, and it's only February. Yeah, why would you say that you're already calling this the song of the summer? I'll tell you why. Because if 2020 plays out the same as 2019, uh, this uh, artist is following the exact same path as Little Nas X did with Old Town Road. Okay. It's another 
country trap music song. Uh, Jihaw. Otherwise known as Jihaw. <laughs> it is the blending of country music with hip hop. Uh-huh. And uh, this artist, who's a young guy, uh, had never really done country trap music before, but just thought it'd be fun to try, mm-hmm. especially when everyone saw how Lil Nas X was doing, right? Yeah. And so uh, there is a song now that is trending on TikTok, which Bundes is, uh, will tell you, is like now the new starting ground for a lot of up-and-comers. So much new music is broken out of TikTok. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Totally. Like, if you want to have your ear to the ground, get on TikTok and just pay attention to the videos that are going viral, because chances are, you know, a lot of the videos are using the same song. Mm-hmm. And they're creating dances and different stuff. Okay, let's hear it. I don't know if you can handle this, oh, though. He's going to make us beg for it, Bundes. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Can we please hear the oh, song of summer? Oh, I don't know. I can't hear you. Oh, Tucker, please play it for us. Okay. <laughs> I was you fast. got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Guy's name is Breland, uh-huh. and the song is called "My Truck." You can drink my liquor, you can call my lady, you can take my money, you can smoke my blunt. Scuff these things, you can say you hate me, you can call me crazy, but don't touch my truck. <laughs> Okay, so you hear that, yes. and are you immediately thinking, like, infectious? Like, doesn't that, you already, you like it out of the gate. It's compelling. Totally. We Even just, though it's like, it, it, essentially, he was, I think, writing it kind of like a joke, you know. Right. Well, I can do it that. just for TikTok. Yeah, or just just writing it thinking, oh, I can do a country hip-hop I song, no like problem. I just like when that bass kicks in, though, you know, it's, it does sound good. And the, <laughs> don't touch my truck. Can you see this? And, and again, it, it hasn't really made it into the mainstream so much now. Like, I think it's under a million views for the video that's come out. Although he just came out with a video. Can't wait to jam it in the truck. Am I right? Will this be the big song of 2020? Or is it too cliche now? Do people need something different? Melissa says this song is never going to get out of my head now. Thanks, guys. It's the world we live in now. Touch my truck. I like it. My truck (laughs) is the song. Don't touch it. You can say you heard it here first. Unless, of course, you're on TikTok. (laughs) But we'll take the credit for anybody else who hasn't uh, heard it there. (laughs) Some reaction to the song that I am saying is right now... Potentially going to be the song of the summer. Uh-huh. Does that sound like I'm backpedaling a bit? Uh, nah, yeah, I think. A little bit, I think bit. you know. I think. Don't touch my truck. My truck by Breland. It's it's got the exact same formula as Lil Nas X, and it's following the same path. It's big on TikTok right now. It's yeah. now the video is starting to gain some momentum that he just put out. 
Alexandra says, my husband is going to love this. It's got Chevy commercial written all over it. Oh. Isn't that true? I just watched the music video. It yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Trucks on fire, oh, doing yeah. donuts in yeah. the field. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Yeah. Light that thing on fire. Cody it's says. It's like mocking country music in a way. In a way, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cody says, I absolutely agree with you. Song of Summer 2020. You don't need a truck to love this song, but it sure does help, Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> now, did he write that with the accent, or is that no, just you? I just added it. What's he saying there? Skirt, skirt. It sounds like he's saying skirt, skirt, but like skirt. Yeah, like like chirping the tires on his wheels. Oh, okay. Mark wanted to comment on that as well. Uh, Mark, what's your thought on the song? I think it's good. My son thinks it's going to be yummy. Oh, oh yeah. I'm not over yummy yet either. Nah. I'm totally. Is it? Are you? Yeah. Are you starting to like this a bit better now? Now nah, the lyrics are too ridiculous. <laughs> you don't even listen to lyrics though. I, I know, but when it's that present, like when it's in my face, I like the vibe of the song and I like this part. I just think yummy, oh. again, it just sounds like a parody song. And I mean, I've said it a hundred times And now. the truck song is not a parody song to you, and the lyrics aren't ridiculous. It's, I think it's more aware of itself, that's the yeah, thing. Yeah, it's, it's like intentionally being gotcha. obnoxious, where this song is just... Number one. I mean, it's fine and everything. I just don't think that is going to... And it's too early for that song to be the song of the summer. Crystal says, I freaking love the truck song. My hubby makes my toddler say, skirt, skirt, and it's so funny. (laughs) Don't touch my truck. (laughs) Skirt, skirt, is that what he's saying? Yeah. Okay. And that's an expression for spinning your tires? Yeah. Never heard that before. Well, you got to spin your tires. You can hear it without yeah. even saying the words. My traction control gets in the way of me <laughs> skirting the tires. <laughs> Although I do take it off in a snowstorm because I like to have a little spin from time oh, to time. Oh, Tucker, oh, slow yeah. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. (laughs) I think I just figured out what Peloton needs to do to go to the next level. Oh, really? Yeah. How's that Peloton been going in your house? Uh, I used it once yesterday for the first time. Really? I've been on a spin bike before. I've never taken a spin class in my life. Okay. And I found it went really quick with the... um, I watched a recorded class. Yeah. But you can participate in live ones as well. Mm -hmm. And I only did 35 minutes and it flew by. Normally when I get on a bike or something, some sort of cardio machine... Yeah. It just, I'm looking at the clock constantly thinking, oh God, five more, come on, I gotta get it, you know? So I found that was good. The woman that I was was doing the class was pretty hot. Oh God. (laughs) The instructor, you mean? Yeah, the instructor, (laughs) the spin instructor. Well, obviously. There's a lot of hot ones. I'm trying to find the hottest. I'm just, I am, because I'm new to this. But I was thinking (laughs) they almost need to have like an X-rated version of Peloton instruction. You ain't getting any workout done, except with your right hand. No, no, no. Hey, enough, enough. I will tell you that I would, it just, I thought, what a carrot that would be, where if the further along he went in the class, 
And you had to maintain instructor. like a certain RPM or whatever with yeah. your bike and a certain like tension on the wheel <laughs> that they might start taking clothes off. And this is good for everybody, you know, like wh- whatever you're into, men, women, whatever, uh-huh. you can pick the class and then they slowly just get sexier and sexier. So you become more inspired to ride the bike. And yeah, what about somebody like me who likes a sense of humor? They just start telling jokes. Yes. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. They're just really witty. (laughs) Maybe that is it. Maybe they have somebody who's like a stand-up comedian and also really fit and could do the course. Mm. And they're telling jokes. Yeah. Right? That would get me. You're just, you know, you got to maintain a certain RPM or whatever it is. Mm. And then a certain tension, depending on what part of the class you're in. And if they if they can track that, and no and reward and they, you, well, no, but it, they could kick people off. They'd be like, "All right, you drop below seventy, gone." And then you you know they miss out on what's coming later in what's the class. What's coming later, exactly? I mean, it would all, everyone would have to be consenting adults in this. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. You'd have to get you know instructors that were comfortable with this. They wouldn't mm-hmm. want to force anybody who didn't want to do it to do it. But I thought that would be a really interesting carrot because I do find myself. In choosing the instructor, looking for a hot woman. <laughs> so wow, I, I can't. You know, say. you're such a typical guy. <laughs> I've only done it once, but I totally wanted my instructor to take her clothes off immediately. <laughs> Fair enough. I didn't say that exactly. I just thought it may be an angle worth exploring oh! for the company oh! if they want to go to the next level oh! with their instruction. But, right. Okay. It's more of a suggestion. <laughs> You know? Uh-huh. But what do I know? You're going to jump on the bike today? I may. If I can find someone hot. (laughs) (laughs) I was watching some hockey highlights, and the Tampa Bay Lightning have a player whose last name, if you ask me, sounds exactly like a German swear word. Uh, Kevin Shattenkirk. (laughs) 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 I was just like, what are you doing? You piece of Shannon Cook! You know, like I just I got preoccupied with the guy's name. I'm like, ah, oh, that's so doesn't stupid. it sound like kind of like a swear word? Yes. I guess you could say the same about Bundes as well. Bundes. That sounds like a swear word. Nah, it sounds like a foreign word for getting laid or something. For getting laid. <laughs> Yeah, different vibe than Shutting Guard. Actually, if you Google my last name, yeah. like a bunch of naked Brazilian bums come up. Oh. Really? Yeah, for some reason. Oh, well, yeah. Bundus. Uh. It's a bountiful <laughs> behind. Mm. Jonathan, what's going on, man? So I'm Brazilian. Mm-hmm. And uh, we call in Portuguese, as is Bundas. Ah. Bundas. How yeah, do you spell so that out. if you were to type it out? B U. N D A S. That's it. That's my name. That's my name. Woo! But in English, yeah, but in English, you, you pronounce B U N as bun. Bun, yeah. Like and you guys pronounce it as what? Boon. Boondas. Yeah, but bun, buns. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It kind of works. Yeah, yeah. So, how often are you Googling boondas? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, this is terrible. <laughs> I just Googled Bundus. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Don't do oh. that and go to images. Oh, I'm going Unless to. you're on a computer. Bundus. That is not, uh, it's not safe for work. It is not safe oh, for work. Oh, my God. I, I, I told you not to. I just had to after you said don't do it. <laughs> Don't do oh, it. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. 
That's incredible. Now I can't take my eyes off it. <laughs> There's some really graphic stuff there. Yeah. Really graphic really stuff. Graphic. Don't do it. Don't do it. So that's what my name is synonymous with. <laughs> yeah. yeah Isn't that funny that you Google your last name and that's what shows up? It all makes sense. Uh, it really does. I wonder- You're from a long line. Of uh, bugs. <laughs> <laughs> what I would want to know is, though, if how famous would Bundes have to get for his face to show up in that mix of pictures before, when you go to images? Before the bums? Yeah, to be like the first hit there. Let's see. Because literally, Bundes. I'm not seeing anything Let's other see. than a bare Bum. butt, and I'm scrolling and scrolling, scrolling and scrolling. Like, you're scrolling. not even on the radar. You're not. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah, it's just bum after bum after bum. Okay. Oh, here's two pancakes. <laughs> pancakes. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Oh, I can't keep scrolling. In the shape of a bun. Uh, yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, in the yeah, shape of, of a course, bun. Of course. <laughs> so I just, as an yeah. experiment, googled Grierson, my last name. Yeah, and go to images. Yeah, it's a bunch of it's a pictures of old guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks, George. Have a good one. Jewel is going to develop a special device that will only allow people that are 21 or older to use it because you have to unlock the vape machine using an app. That's right. And actually, it'll be cool for people who are over the age of 21, too, because the app will have other features as well. It can like track your nicotine consumption. So if you're trying to cut back or, or trying to increase, <laughs> you'll know where you're at. <laughs> well, getting enough nicotine. <laughs> yeah. I need a bigger hit. Why am I jonesing? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was yeah. a real wuss today. I'll make it up tonight. So basically, you got to go online. you got to download the app. You're going to yeah. be uh, asked to upload some government ID, and then someone will verify that, that you're of age, and then it will unlock your vape. And is it unlocked permanently, or do you need to kind of go sync up every time you want to hit the vape? Because, right. I mean, eventually, people just unlock them for other people. Wouldn't that be the case? Yes. Kids aren't really using fake ID anymore. Well, it's a lot harder, because uh-huh. you government-issued ID is so hard to counterfeit. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're... I mean, I remember my fake ID... I went to a bar once. I was uh, 13. You were and, 13? Yeah. I was at this uh, with a... <laughs> you I were 13? To, I know. I know. And yeah. I, I... Not only was I 13, I looked probably 11. Yeah. More like 8, probably. I'll find... I bet I still have the ID I was using <laughs> okay. that was homemade. Anyway, I had borrowed uh, my older brother's friend, like every piece of ID they had, essentially. Okay. It didn't have a picture on it. And then I had the one with my picture on it that was laminated that I made. <laughs> I went there and it was like a dive bar that was notorious for letting underage drinking happen. Okay. And I went and the guy, the bartender, <laughs> his name was Mike. I still remember it was Koozies in Montreal, in the nice, West Island. Nice. And I showed him every piece of ID <laughs> I had. Like I literally was presenting evidence. And he wasn't asking for more or you were just laying it out? I for was him? laying it out because he was just sort of laughing. And then he said, You can stay for one beer, then you got to get out of here. And I was like, Thank you. <laughs> I you remember that bar I used to go to in Guelph called Trashateria? <laughs> yeah, was that the nickname for it, or was that really no, what it was called? No, it was called the Trashateria. The nickname was the Trash. Okay, <laughs> so you're at the Trashateria. I'm at the Trash in line. I got this fake ID handed down to me, but I'm like 18, so it's not. You're on the verge. I'm on the verge, man. Let me in. You could go to Quebec and, and be legal. The bouncers in Guelph are notoriously the worst. Okay. 
Okay. I get up to the front, show him the ID. He says to me, don't ever try this at the trash ever again. (laughs) As a matter of fact, don't ever try this in Guelph again. And sent me on my way. And I'm like, who are you to tell me not to try to sneak into a bar in Guelph? You, are you the mayor of Guelph? <laughs> Get over yourself. Maybe you just were trash interior material. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you didn't fit the mold of the kind of person they wanted to have hanging out there. Yeah, maybe. You know? Maybe. Okay, I'm going to throw something out there. You tell me if uh, it's kind of like a dick thing to say. All right. Okay. This is my theory. I don't think we need to have mandatory snow tires in Ontario like they do in Quebec, for example. Mm -hmm. But I think if you don't have snow tires, you shouldn't be allowed to drive on a day like today. All seasons don't cut it. You're such if a dick, If it's snow covered. Man. I know. Isn't he a dick? Is that controversial? <laughs> would any... Uh, but, like, how would you enforce... Like, if you didn't have snow right. tires and you went to drive, like, how would you enforce well, that? Well, you'll know because that car in the ditch talking about probably doesn't have snow tires yeah, i guess yeah. you know the car yeah. that's trying to get up rosedale valley road and can't get to the top Ugh. doesn't have snow tires or the one that can't pull out of a parking lot and people have to push it chances are no snow tires you want a couple texts here oh about my controversial comments a moment ago <laughs> about snow tires yeah very yeah, controversial yeah. yeah clint sent us a text 1-800-953-2464 he says tucker is dead wrong Everyone in Ontario should have snow tires, as when the road temperatures get below 7, that vehicle loses the stop in power. Even on bare pavement, he's saying? Yeah. Which I guess there's probably a point to that. Rachel says, not all people with all seasons drive like idiots. Just have to adjust to the road conditions. It should be a rule that all Canadians learn how to drive in the winter. Problem solved. Yeah, but I'll tell you something. That's somebody who's never used snow tires. Because if you've used snow tires and then you've gone back to all seasons, yeah, it's a huge you difference. realize it's a huge difference. I yeah. picture it like, you know, I've got my stilettos and I've got my winter boots, my Sorel type shoe, yeah. right? Why would I wear stilettos on a day like today if I'm walking around outside? Well, you just have to learn how to walk on them in oh, the winter. Yeah, it's impossible. <laughs> it's impossible. No, you just need to be trained. No, no, you're no, trained no, no. on how to do it. No. It's not a problem. No, trust me. <laughs> Even if you're highly trained, I'm going to go down. Are you sure? sure? So yes. you disagree with that text that it just takes people to learn how to drive on them. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some scenarios where you just can't. If it's a steep hill and there's snow on it, and you have all seasons, you're you're just going to be spinning your tires, no matter how you're trained. Rachel says, I've, uh, I have used snow tires on my smaller car, and I drive just fine now with all seasons on. Oh! Rachel! Rachel knows how to walk <laughs> with <Mora>. stilettos <laughs> in the snow. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't. All right. Well, that, I knew it was going to be controversial. I don't know what's controversial about it. The science is there. The tires actually don't work as well as winter tires. They don't have as much grip. So you may be able to drive with them, but that you don't actually have as much grip as if you were using snow tires. So... Uh, Grace, Grace. Uh, oh, Grace is going to weigh in Grace on this. Grace is weighing oh, in. She oh. says, I have all weather tires. Yeah. yeah, Subaru, all wheel drive. Suck on that, Tux. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All wheel definitely makes a difference. Yes. You know what's better than all wheel? All wheel with winter tires. Oh. We got one more. This is from Farish from Woodbridge. I drove all seasons all my life because of my dad. Last year, I went to snow tires. And? I noticed a difference on the very first snow day. I'm with Tuck. Yes. (laughs) 
stop. <laughs> uh, Thank you for all the texts. Always appreciate the feedback, especially when I say something controversial. So controversial. <laughs> if you drive an expensive car, are you more likely to be a jerk? <laughs> I think we've established that, haven't we? Yet another <laughs> study has proven that this is, in fact, the case. Mm-hmm. The more expensive car you drive, the more likely you are a jerk. And so, but this is what I, I want to expand on this a little bit this morning. And I'm just going to throw this out there right now. Okay. I want you to tell us the car and then what you expect from the driver of that car. Mm-hmm. I'll give you one example right now. Okay. Give me a taste. Toyota Yaris. Yes. More likely to be doing a full, complete stop in front of you to the point where it's driving you insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, you know, that's true. Yeah. You're on a long road yeah. that's got maybe 12 stop signs. By stop sign number six, you just want to smash into the back oh. of that car because you're, you're like, come on. You what do you they, have, drugs in the back there? Are you worried about getting pulled over by the cops? They like, play by the rules, Stopping Tucker. and then like one Mississippi, two Mississippi. <laughs> th- all right, now go again. Also, yeah, more likely to be wearing bike shorts while not even riding a bike. <laughs> I'm de- look, it's a theory I have. That is ridiculous. But I, I think I'm right on this one. Okay. So what are your theories? Let us know. Tell us the car and what you expect from the driver, Jeff. Uh, it would be BMWs. All right. So I, look, we could spend the whole morning talking about BMW drivers. Which are like, I lo- I, I've always wanted like one of those vintage convertible ones. Like they're beautiful well, cars. Well, that's different. If you're driving a BMW, especially a 300 series BMW. Or the SUVs. So they're always the ones that will cut you off in traffic and always the ones that weave everywhere and just don't follow the rules of the road. And what's funny about this is I commute only one day a week. And I don't even drive, and they get, they they upset me. Yeah, <laughs> they're also the ones who, when they know the lane has is going to end, will stay in it extra long just to move up three or four more cars, or will even turn out into a lane that's really just a merge lane, so they can exactly. advance a bit and cut in. Exactly, and they don't care. They, I've seen them pull in front of uh, buses. Eat them, 18 wheelers, everything. <laughs> yeah, they would do it in front of an ambulance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, okay. I think we're all on board with that one. I think we're going to give you a ding, 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 ding yes, on it. Perfect. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. No problem. Thank you. We got a text from Jackie. She says BMW drivers actually have to take a course on how to drive like a dick before they're allowed to take the car. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh! I would like to set the record straight, though. <laughs> okay. I would love to have one. I think they drive amazing. They're fun to drive. Yeah. They're fun to drive cars. If if uh, for some reason, you know, we are careers advanced and somebody includes a company car or something, oh, yeah, I'd baby. love for it to be a Beamer. Yes. And if you're driving a BMW and listening right now, of course you're the exception. Come on. Come on. Right? She also says... <laughs> These are other people that are listening to loser radio stations we're talking about. <laughs> okay? If we haven't offended you yet, we will. You want me to offend you right now? I got a text. Okay, so we're talking about... <laughs> You tell us the car and what you expect from the driver. Just, you know, obviously, we're not talking about you. It's just like the other people that drive them. But what do you got? William says BMW drivers are actually always getting the turn signal sawed off at the dealership before they leave. (laughs) Pretty much. Corvette drivers most likely to be spotted sitting outside a Tim Hortons parking lot. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It's so true. That's you, Bundy. That's me. 
And you got your Tims right there. <laughs> I don't know what it is with Corvette drivers. They love to look at their cars. They like to get together with other Corvette drivers oh. and sit there and look at their cars. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Get over yourself. <laughs> Jen, go ahead. What's the car and what's the assumption? Uh, beige Corollas. 100% of the time, can't see over the steering wheel. I have no idea where they're going. And always, always driving 10 under. <laughs> yeah. You know, Toyotas in general tend to be on the slower side. But the beige ones in particular. The beige, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like a beige Camry or a color. beige Avalon would be the worst. If, if it's a beige Avalon, you know they're going to a doctor's appointment and it's their only outing of the day. <laughs> And they're making the most of it. They're just going to take it in and see what's new in the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Sunday drive. We actually just got a text from Andrew uh, about Corollas. It's like you trade in your dignity and all your confidence (laughs) when you get your vehicle. Oh, that's so awful because they're They're great, great reliable, you know, semi-affordable cars. But he says, he goes on to say, it's always a Corolla leading a string of cars and they can't get past them. Yeah. And they're barely uh, doing the limit. Yeah. If you think you're behind like a hearse that's on its way to the cemetery (laughs) and there's a string of cars, there's a good chance it's just a Toyota. (laughs) A beige Corolla. Yeah. And the thing with that beige Corolla, it's going to be on the road for the next 25 years because it's so damn reliable. Yes. Christy sent us a text. She says, if you look jerk up in the dictionary, it's usually just a picture of somebody with their Hummer. (laughs) (laughs) We got a text from Deanna. This is actually a positive assumption about a driver. They don't all have to be negative, right? So this is a, a good thing. She says... Tesla drivers, all around great people. I've never seen a Tesla speeding or acting irrational. That is so wrong. I see them speed all the time. Really? I think Tesla drivers are the worst. Really? Yes. Ah, see, uh, that's not my experience either. I agree with the texter. I've yeah. never had like an awkward encounter with someone driving a Tesla. Oh, my God. Honda Accord, I'd put in that same category. Generally, Really nice people, (laughs) respectful, enjoy a reliable automobile. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Did you hear what they're going to be doing with the goalie stick that that Zamboni driver used the other night when he was called in to play in the Leafs game? They're going to, you know, burn it because there's no real need for it. What? (laughs) They're going to paddywhack every player on the Maple Leafs. Yeah, they're using it as a stick to spank the Leafs every time they lose a game. They're pulling out that stick. That's a great idea. Great idea. Yes. Yeah. You lost again? Here, <laughs> bend, bend, over. bend over. That's three whacks for you each <laughs> with the hockey stick Ooh. that was used to embarrass you. <laughs> One of the worst defeats in the history of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Smack! They're putting the stick in the Hockey Hall of Fame today. <laughs> That's so they're, crazy. They're putting it on display <laughs> in the Hockey Hall of Fame. Wow. And the city of Toronto. Uh, do people care that much? I guess they do. It's uh, To me, it's kind of embarrassing. It's cool that he had this experience and he was the emergency goalie and he's the practice goalie for the Marlies most of the time. And he's got, you know, it's not like he's like some hack no. athlete. He's good. He's decent. Yeah. All right. He gets called in. He wins the game. Well, really, <laughs> Carolina won the game and he like hung on in net. And now they're putting his stick in the Hockey (laughs) Hall of Fame. There are people who played in the NHL for 15 years and contributed, you know, greatly to teams that haven't made it into the Hockey Hall of Fame. Yeah. You know, to me, this would be the equivalent of them putting on display 
the cigarette that Dart Guy had in his mouth <laughs> in 2017. <laughs> yes! You know, Dart Guy? Yeah, of course. Big fan, all painted up in the Leafs colors. <laughs> has a cigarette dangling from his mouth. <laughs> Dart Guy. I mean, it's bad enough that guy got a radio show. Oh, no. On you like know, a sports radio station actually, once a week. That is coming for David Ayres, don't you think? Is that how I say his name? David Ayres. David Ayres is the definitely going to be a sports commentator next. You watch. You, know, you watch. Great guy. <laughs> Seems lovely. Yeah. Coaches his kids' hockey team. Aww. Seems like a great dad. Yeah. Fun guy to go have beers with. <laughs> Had this amazing experience. You know, they uh, dedicate a night to him in Carolina. Yeah. They're selling jerseys and shirts with his name on it, giving some money to charity. He was on The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. That's pretty great. All over Canadian media. Yeah. Now they're putting the stick in the Hall of Fame. It's got to be like a marketing ploy to get people to come into the hockey. Right. Yeah, but would you? Would that be the thing you'd want to look at if you went there? The music equivalent of this would be like putting the microphone that Kanye West stole from Taylor Swift's hands into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know, at that award show, he goes up, yes. thinks an injustice has been done to yeah. Beyonce or whoever, mm-hmm. steals the microphone away from Taylor Swift. Let's put that microphone in the Hall of Fame because it was this like moment. amazing moment. Forget about all the people that haven't made it into the Hall of Fame. <laughs> this guy plays 28 minutes of hockey and he's in there. Ah, you know, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of in for it now. Because yeah. all those people that played all that hockey, I mean, who cares? This is the story that everyone cares about. Because he's just like us in many ways, you know? He's just a regular but guy. But he isn't. That's the thing. Like, I, I love the story. But he's not a regular guy. He he's is. a guy who's practiced with the Toronto Maple Leafs before. He's a great hockey player, clearly. And he had a kidney transplant, and he never thought he'd play hockey again, and he continued to play hockey. And he obviously plays at a high enough level that they use him as a practice goalie. Mm-hmm. If he had literally never strapped on hockey pads, and he drove the Zamboni, <laughs> and they put him in, maybe I'd lean towards it being kind of okay. But uh, to me, it's a slap in the face. To you know, just Google hockey players not in the Hockey Hall of Fame that should be, and you'll see names that you recognize. Right, Manon Rayon, the only female to ever play in an NHL preseason game, uh-huh. is not in the Hockey Hall of Fame. She Ooh. was a goalie. So here's Josh's analogy. It's the equivalent of the lunch lady at school getting student of the year. (laughs) (laughs) Good one. Thank you for that. Welcome to the party. It wouldn't be a party without you. Energy 95.3.